0: Welcome to the Ogilvy Podcast, featuring expert conversations and analysis on the complexities of culture, technology, business, and marketing. Ogilvy is a creative network, making brands matter across 132 offices in 83 countries. I'm Steve Mudd, marketing strategist, host of the Ogilvy Podcast, and agent provocateur. Businesses today are inundated with promises that if they can just unlock the value of their data, they'll unearth insights that will propel them to untold riches and new transformational business value. But insight is not so simple. It requires perspective and patience and the ability to ask the right questions at the right time. My guest today on the Ogilvy podcast is Richard El-Hashem, Head of Written Knowledge and Intelligence in Middle East, North Africa for MIMAC Ogilvy. With curiosity, candor, and passion, Richard has spent his career in pursuit of insights. We're so happy to have you join us today, Richard.
1: Thank you, Steve. Thank you for having me in. It's a pleasure. And, and, you, and you were speaking to us from, uh, from Beirut today? Yes, exactly. It's from Beirut. Excellent.
0: We're here. We're here in our offices in Denver. So your job title speaks to a differentiation between knowledge and intelligence. Um, how do you separate the two, and, and how did you fall into knowledge and intelligence as a career?
1: Well, uh, let me start by the second question. Uh, I was, I was, you know, the normal commercial person and the business director and. Uh, Uh, for Lebanon, and I worked on many planning jobs for the region. And then some years ago, uh, I was asked by our CEO, hey, why don't you come join the Middle East and North Africa region? So the regional team, uh, we need people for insights, for uh, uh, know-how to support everyone else. And uh, that was it. It just took uh, really five minutes. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, in terms uh, coming back to your first question, uh, I would split knowledge and intelligence, let's say, into two floors. First floor would be the knowledge part. You know The knowledge part would be you know everything that we encounter, all the skills, all the know how that we, we we collect throughout our careers and our personal experiences. And things that we draw on from first, second, third party sources, be it online, offline, anywhere, from anywhere, you know. And you know, it's an ever learning process. It never stops and keeps on expanding constantly. And the the fun thing about it is that you keep on re questioning yourself, is that you acquire something and then you say, Mm-mm. Let me see again. Maybe it's wrong, maybe there's an additional thing that is pushing you to re-question things. So it's it's an ever-learning thing. And uh, let me quote uh, Aristotle, the great philosophers, when he said, the more you know, the more you know that you don't know. And believe me, the more I'm working in this expertise or specialization, the more I see that I have to know lots of things because I don't know a lot. So that's for the knowledge. For for the intelligence part, as I said, it was the second floor. You have all of this knowledge, but you need to make sense of it. You need to, to, to create solutions from it and to say, how can I apply all of this know-how to something that can help my client solve an issue, an opportunity or a challenge? And you know, this knowledge is like electron, they just hit you in the head, it's like a storm, and you start to put things together. And intelligence is not a technique, you can know learn how to collect knowledge. There are tools, but in terms of intelligence, it's you know, it's how you start to put together, how you find ways to solve issues, to see what is the best fruitful outcome, and how to associate things together and as you see steve no two people are together so no any people who work in intelligence or knowledge no one is the same and this is your personal touch that comes into into knowledge and intelligence
0: no i I definitely would would echo that idea that the more you know the less you know the less you know you can be sure of and i think at least personally i tend to i'm gravitating now towards that one nugget that you can wrap your head around that you're like you know what we there's a lot of information here but it's that one thing that is so relevant and so important for whatever issue you're trying to solve whatever question
1: yeah you see because one one of the key uh, let's say uh things that w- you are faced when you uh, when when you look at at uh, know-how and to try to make sense of it yeah we have lots of things that come in And we need to make sense of it. But there's a key step that really uh, is crucial, is we need to cut down on everything. We need to simplify in the end. So to reach this nugget, this thing, uh, really this is where uh, the things become much more interesting, if I may say. Uh, And because you can shed more clarity on the subjects and you would say, okay, from all of this ocean of things that are bombarding my brain and the talks and whatever, I need to come up with one thing, one thing that is different. So, you know, it's like uh, you have a big tree in order to make it fruitful you just to cut just to cut and just to keep the principal thing and this is the core challenge uh, in the second phase of intelligence <laughs>
0: well and, and and to take that it's funny how that that one thing then becomes the seed for a whole new thing and a whole new it becomes a seed of creativity and um and and growth and um to, to simplify out of something complex and then create something new and beautiful out of that is, is kind of the fun part of our business. It,
1: it is, it it is. But uh, if I may, Steve, uh, what I personally uh, love in it, and here I'm gonna talk, you know, love, the capital L-O-V-E, big word love, is the journey to reach this. Because uh, to tell you the, the absolute truth And I keep on saying it to my colleagues around me when they say, "Okay, what do you do when you receive a question? Because I'm bombarded with questions. And believe me, on most occasions when I receive a question, someone calls me and someone comes to the office and they ask me, you know, you have this question that come out of nowhere. Questions about everything. And in most cases, I tell them, sure, 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 I'll go back to you. But inside you say, oh, my God, what the hell is that? and then the fun thing about it is this journey when you start with what the hell is this and you start the exploration and you know you open up first you really open up laterally and at the end uh, the more you squeeze it and you come up with this one thing for your creativity or for your overall solution that comprises creativity because it comprises everything some, on many occasions is you know that's the toughest part Just to say, you know, this is the thing. This is the thing that will move people, that will transform people. Because we don't need things that, uh, you know, uh, are, uh, how do you say it, are normal or average. You need this thing that is transformational. That's the fun part, but this is the tough part at the same time. And uh, no one can do it together. Uh, Sorry, alone. We need to do it together. You need people around you. You need to talk. It's impossible to do anything alone.
0: Well, and and that speaks to the need to have a, a diverse workforce around you. You can't have, you know, 10 people who are educated the same way you were, 10 people with the same background as you were, because you, you will tend to find the same insights if, if the people around you look like you look
1: exactly exactly uh, le- let me tell you something uh, if you know a bit about Lebanon if if you just go and search a bit about Lebanon or if you visited the country uh, in, in this country it's just 10,000 square kilometers so maybe I don't know it's maybe your house is much bigger than Lebanon <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so but you know in this small very small piece of land you have really nearly everything that the world encompasses. You have everything. You have people from left and right with different cultures, whatever. So uh, when you you are brought up in such an environment, or even if you go and live in such an environment, or even if you open your mind to accept everything, uh, this is where uh, the interesting things start to flow. Again, yes, you're right, you need to have people around us who are really from the different horizons. And when I say different horizons, I mean cultural, uh, I don't know, socio-economical, uh, from different geographies, any, the, the more diverse you have people around you the better they enrich your thinking and they challenge you and this this is what is needed and the more you go on the ground and you talk with people with variety it, it's it's not interesting to talk with people like yourself Steve uh, we can do that if if uh, if we like this we can sit in front of a mirror and talk but it's this is boring and you cannot learn anything interesting so you're absolutely right the more diverse people around you the and look uh, steve if you allow me uh, insights and uh, truth with s uh, can come from anyone from anyone from the driver in the company from the ceo from uh, the grocery shop from everyone so respect to everyone and get close to everyone so you're absolutely right diversity in in every single angle that this word can uh, comprise
0: i i often um i feel like many of our clients can come to us sometimes and they have been so immersed in their product and their service whatever it is that they've they've been seeing the same things in the same way and so they present it to us in, in, in a way that doesn't always have flexibility you know, because they've been there because they haven't yeah. looked outside the box and so I um, you know, I, I would typically um, I would typically push people to do exactly that like I want to talk to whoever is dealing with the product on the ground I want to talk to the customer I want to do this where do you start where do you typically find the best insights for your clients
1: well, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> uh, as I said, it's uh, if, if with every, uh, let's be quick brief or challenge or or, or or question, it can start from anywhere. Uh, it could be, you know, from all the tech platform and digital platform, you know, all of the online things, social, etc. cetera. But uh, very importantly, uh, things that are offline. And offline, I'm going to use the wider uh, de- uh, definition of offline. In real life, Steve. <laughs> uh, pr- real life. Because uh, you know, looking around, the more I- I'm, I'm sure you see it, everyone sees it. Uh, the more you have uh, this presence of technology, the more we tend uh, sometimes uh, just without thinking, with a reflex, to jump and start our lookout Uh, on uh, digital platforms, okay? And for me, this is the most dangerous place to judge the world and to form an opinion about the world and to get insights about people. So, yes, we use this and I use these platforms. And really, whatever, whatever falls into my hand, I use it. And I invite everyone to use it. But I also say, do that, but go on the ground. Go to, uh, if it's an f product, go to a supermarket. Go to your grocery. Go to your mall. Uh, go to your uh, expert shop. Watch your shoppers. Watch the clients. Observe them. What do they do? Uh, walk in streets. Uh, l- l- visit museums. Uh, read. Uh, sit with people and respect people. Uh, because in nearly, in. In my experience personally, most of the insights and most of the answers to clients brief where well, people gave me these without me asking by just asking a question and listening a lot and prompting and so uh, the sources of insight is sort of a mix. And these things need to play in harmony. All of the machines, machine learning, you know, all of this stuff, all of digital things, combined with the old fashioned uh, insights gathering, which is the face to face with people, because uh, all of the social and digital platform can give us lots of insights, but these insights are cold. They don't have warmth, nor empathy, nor emotions. They would give you the emotions as a sentiment, as numbers, but people don't buy numbers. People buy into my brand because they feel like an emotional bond with it, an experience. They empathize with it. And you can only get this by sitting with people in real life. So what I say, I would use everything around me in terms of platforms, but I will also do my mystery shopper. My ground research talk with people, and hey, talk with expert and talk with people who are smart because there are tons of people who are smart, and bring these together and try to make sense out of something
0: i i'm I'm amazed at how much the younger generation you know the kids right out of college, my kids who are in college right now, you know they are digitally plugged in all the time, and I suspect if you ask my son or my daughter to go learn something or find an insight they might start with instagram or snapchat or something and,
1: exactly exactly and,
0: and so how do you as we look at like the next generation of intelligence and planners coming up how do you teach them to pay attention to the real world
1: well uh, I, w- I would tell them uh, put down your phone number one put it away uh, it shouldn't stay with you uh, all day long, from morning till evening. And then when you wake up at night, you just take your phone and you browse a bit and then you go back to sleep. Okay, there's a life outside uh, connectivity and mobile phones. So the first thing I would tell them uh, put away your phones, number one, and disconnect from the web and go to the real world. Go outside, go see the people. And uh, it's difficult. It's difficult, Steve, because this is a, a, a behavior that, that we build in us while we grow up. And I think both of us uh, are from a generation that knew the word before connectivity and now knows the word after connectivity. So we can switch when we want. We can do this switch. But for uh, younger people uh, who didn't experience how to live between bracket live the world and understand the world without uh, this screen or these screens it's it's much tougher for them so i don't you know i don't have a magical solution the only thing i would say to them put down the phone you don't connect i don't want to see you putting me a report or getting me something out of google or something else i want you to go there i want to see interviews with people i want to see you talking with people i want to uh, i want you to come back and tell me you know what you know what i found out i found out this thing that you cannot find on the net so there's no magic formula it's just a behavior that uh, I would invite everyone just to apply it to go out to go out because the world outside the the internet and all is much much richer and much more interesting uh, to capture so uh, use the technology but use more the real things and bring these together
0: i wonder in terms of how our the brands that we work with express themselves And I think there is uh, obviously a focus on brands being digitally connected, being connected and and social and and this whole digital presence. How do you think our brands should balance that need to be impactful in real life and also online?
1: Yeah, Uh, that's that's great. Because if you look, uh, Steve, to really every single uh, innovation report With every from every single category and here I'm talking global any industry any market. If you look at them and you see there's a huge trend that you can read in every single category and every single market nowadays customers and people us you we want honest and authentic brands that resemble us that are like us and brands in order to to behave like us they need to become human so they need to have all the human attributes you don't want a machine answering you uh, from a from an after sales support you don't want a machine and even machines are trying to learn to answer you as a human being. So l- people and customer want this authenticity and this human uh, mood element. And to get this, until now, again, you use the digital platforms, you can get stuff, but really to get the empathy and the emotions that bonds, you need to talk with people. So if you want a brand in this digital world to function, My opinion would be behave like you're a non-digital brand in the sense that, okay, take all the learnings, use all the funnels, the journey, the touch point, the digital, everything. But in terms of content, in terms of your brand equities, your personality, how you behave, how you project yourself, uh, behave like a human being. It's not a problem if you show weaknesses sometimes as a brand. It's not a problem. It's not a problem to show that you don't know something sometimes. It's not a problem to to laugh, to cry sometimes, to to feel empathy toward others. Because the more you do this, the more customers and people will say, this brand resembles me. And they're going to start to build a bond. And when this bond will strengthen, And because no one is perfect and you cannot achieve perfect scores in everything that you do as a brand or as a person, when you make a small mistake or a mistake, but you are a loved brand and people connect with you because they see you like themselves as a human being, they will say, it's fine. That's a mistake. It's not a problem. But if you behave like a cold brand, like a machine, without emotions and without this human, um, how how do you say it? Uh, These human feelings and these human attributes, if you're not like this, believe me, with the smallest mistake that you do as a brand, uh, you are going to have people with no mercy attacking you because they don't feel any bonding with you. And only bonding comes with empathy and empathy comes with human behaviors.
0: That's terrific. I, I, I started my career many years ago I was in a call center environment Um, so you people would be calling an 800 number to to buy products or we would be outbound calling um, to people and and at the time I think that trend was let's make sure that the interactive voice response systems that answer the phone can route you to the right person or solve your problem or um, it's interesting to think now if I if I call someone on the phone I want to talk to a person i don't want to talk to that machine if i exactly. wanted if i want to talk to the machine i would have gone online and so exactly
1: absolutely yeah
0: so you have to you have to keep absolutely. that door open or think about the purpose of what each channel or what's what everything That's is it. for look, look,
1: look at one interesting thing that is happening steve look at uh, artificial intelligence look at machine learning look at uh, robots uh, you know uh, here i'm talking you know uh, high end tech the most pioneering things and it's really interesting to see that uh, th- their path to development and their normal journey to development you know all, all all of these all of these brains of tech who are building these things and making them better and much uh, and much sh- and sharper you know they tend to turn them to be, to build in them human attributes, they they try to turn them into you know a copy of human beings. Look at uh, at neuro marketing, for example. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, the new the new uh, quantum c- computers. You know they're just trying to copy our brain cells, how we function as humans. Look at robots. Uh, th- that's amazing. You see all developments. So everything comes back. Uh, to even turning these machines and these technology tools into human-like uh, tools that resemble Because in the end, uh, we are humans until you know the next generation of uh, humans, new machine humans, whatever. Uh, you would get it before I'll get it because you're living in Denver. I'm in Lebanon, so so send me one when it's released on the market. But but in 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 a sense, until uh, until that date, uh, yes, uh, you had this trend towards you know machines, whatever. But everyone, I think, felt that. No, they need to bring the human back into everything, into the call center, into uh, into 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 robots, into AI, into everything.
0: It's interesting to me to think what, um, as I've heard, AI has struggled with a few things. Like you know, they've they've gotten very good at, you know, Alexa, turn on my refrigerator, or whatever. Alexa, <laughs> do, do this thing, um, but Alexa. Alexa will not understand sarcasm. Of course. And I love sarcasm. I live by sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I noticed. I noticed. <laughs> oh, We're recording. I need to pass a message. Uh, we've been testing, uh, let's say, fifteen minutes before starting to record, and it was just laughter. He was throwing jokes at me. I was throwing jokes at him, and this AI cannot do. <laughs> no.
0: No. <laughs> Well, and, and that other thing is, um, again, as, as as you alluded to, that just that basic empathy and l- listening, not for what's being said, but for what's not being said.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. that's true. Uh, you know, uh, we're recording now and we can see each other's uh, from the video feed and i'm sure you noticed that for every word i'm saying my hands are going left and right <laughs> yeah so uh, our body you know the body language we talk in everything uh, so uh, and and on many occasions as as you mentioned you know these insights that we grab some most of the time they are unspoken or sometimes you c- people can tell you something but while reading their body language you say no 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 he's meaning or she's meaning something else Or maybe this could prompt another question. Or this can prompt you just to say, okay, after that interview, or okay, let me go and check something else that, I don't know, there was a hinge, there was a gut feel in me that's telling me, 'Mm -mm, that's something I need to check. And the gut feel is not the answer. We're going to go check it. But yes, you have lots of unspoken things that you can only get from this human interaction. So again, the emotions. I was checking something I don't know a week ago, and uh, uh, you know sometimes uh, machines can understand something totally wrong, totally opposite. Sometimes you can say an insult, the machine could understand as an insult, but for you it could be a compliment that you're throwing at someone else. So you know subtle these subtle things. are uh, are only possible to to, uh, absorb and to make use of uh, when uh, you're talking with human beings on the same end. So uh, put the human being first back and use the machines as support so that you sharpen your know-how.
0: I love that. So that um, sounds... Pretty close to, uh, I, I think perhaps you have some wisdom to add to your knowledge and intelligence. Oh, uh, oh
1: my God, don't go on that front.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can we add wisdom to your title? Can you be knowledge, never. intelligence, and wisdom?
1: Never, never. I, I will never do this and I will never accept this. <laughs> Look, it, it, it's impossible because, uh, you know, wisdom is, is a huge word. Honestly, it's, it's a huge word. And you cannot dictate wisdom. You cannot say, you know, I'm wise and you know, I'm the all, fa- I'm the almighty and I know everything. You would look stupid. Sorry, I would look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, no, you cannot, we cannot dictate I'm wise. You can show that I'm wise. And we can, I cannot be wise on every single uh, question that I'm asked on every single inside the Uh For me, you know, uh, wisdom could would come uh, when really a client would say, "Oh, that's a great thing you gave me." Then I would say, "Okay, that's a piece of wisdom that we gave him." But you know, just to 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 dictate and uh, to 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 throw things, it's impossible. Plus, you know, uh, I, I would say one of the. It's not one, the core, the core engine that would drive a person, at least myself, uh, in in this task or in functioning is uh, you need to stay humble. We need to stay humble and uh you know all of these huge titles wisdom whatever you know if, if you keep on repeating them you know your head starts growing and you start to see yourself floating in space and this is dangerous because then you would lose your root you lose ground you wouldn't ground yourself and uh, it's better uh forget about the titles, forget about the word wisdom. Let our actions speak to themselves. And again, I need to repeat something that I said, I don't know, when we started. It's never a one-person job. It's never one person giving the solution. It's a discussion we're discussing right now. Uh, and the discussion would lead us to to other places and to other uncharted territories that we saw. And maybe the insider solution would come not from something that I thought, but from the discussion that we had. So I think I prefer to to have a client say, you know what, uh, really, thank you. This made a difference, a positive difference on my business. Thank you for your wise recommendation as a team. Better than throwing it in a title. And, and what I'm
0: hearing underlying all of that is fundamentally the idea of trust. Trusting that other people have va- value to add, trusting that insights come from unique places, trusting that your agency partner has a unique perspective. Every,
1: every, everyone has, has, has a role to play, Steve. Everyone, uh, believe me, believe me, believe me. Uh, really, uh, l- 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 I think, we need to be eclectic as much as possible in anything, in our social relations, in our uh, readings, in, in everything. We need to open these minds and open, uh, uh, open our minds, our hearts, everything. Because, as I said, I would have experienced something with a brand or in a market. It's just my perspective on this, I ha- only have one perspective. Okay, uh, someone else would have experienced something different, and the third something different, and the fourth something different. So uh, it's just talking with people, and, and it, it's not, you, you cannot say that, okay, this person has the truth and all the truth. It's impossible. No one can have all the angles in his pocket. No one. If we want to have them, we need to talk with people who have them and to try to gather them. This is the knowledge part and then the intelligence part, you know, trying to uh, to make a sense out of it and ask other people questions. Just today, today, before I left the office in the afternoon, I was working on a on on a big analysis and strategy deck for one of our telecom clients in Iraq. And okay, I'm Lebanese. Okay, I've traveled uh, uh, around the region. Uh, on many occasions, all right, I travel a lot, and whatever you want to say, okay, I reached a point where I wanted really to 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 understand uh you know the most subtle things about the Iraqi customers when it comes to to their relationship with telecommunication and their personalities, you know not the things that you read in newspapers or on the net or not these things and luckily enough. Uh, I have a colleague who's Iraqi, 100% Iraqi, Okay, who worked with us. He's a creative. And I told them, you know what? You're booked for half an hour. <laughs> he said, no, 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 we have this brief and this. No, 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 you don't have nothing. You're booked for half an hour. Go up. We're going to have a discussion. And I was such And he gave me stuff and things and insight about the most subtle uh, things that people uh, prefer or like or how people uh, love to be talked with in Iraq, and the things that really uh, make them explode and 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 really be crazy you know and it gave me you know a huge opening on what I was doing so let 's imagine i didn 't have this conversation, yeah, I would have my point of view, but I have him here and Tomorrow I'm gonna contact other colleagues in Baghdad who are Iraqis to have other opinions also. So I think the wisdom, if you want to go back to the wisdom, if I'm gonna say the wisdom, uh, one of the wisdom thing is to say, okay, I don't know everything. Okay, the wisdom would say, let me talk with as many people as possible who know. It could be experts, specialists in this field, people on the ground, uh, people who live there, people who are not working on your project. Just people who know this, who interact with this. So, yes, the more we see people, the better. And it's an ongoing thing. It's not a nine to five or six job. It's a way of life.
0: Um, I'll, I'll pause for a second. Wow, this has been great. I'll drink.
1: I'll drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a
0: drink. Have
1: you, have you, have you read the, the thing for Africa that I've sent you? The insight for Africa about the telecom?
0: Oh, I, 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 don't remember it. Did I, I?
1: You, you, you asked one of the question. What is the inside that, Steve? It's crazy. It's crazy. Imagine you're sitting uh, in an ivory coast and then Sierra Leone, and you have people explaining to you how they place their telecom, uh, the antennas for their telecom, mm-hmm. in the jungles, and really. Uh, no roads, nothing. We're just launching the telecom uh, networks. And, you know, they used, they opened roads with machetes, everything. So, from such, nothing. No electricity, nothing. And when they reached there, they placed the antenna and they had the generator and the diesel tank. Uh, they They placed uh, output plugs for electrical plugs so that the village the village the villagers around them could have electricity. but no electrical machines were in the village. After a month or so, they came back for maintenance. And in that time, they distributed fee of charge uh, mobile phones and subscription to the villagers. And then they started to see uh, bigger roads trade between villages because they started to contact each other's. You'd see electrical appliances, you would hmm. see wider roads, you would see, uh, uh, th- then, you know, the medical teams uh, were able to reach all of these remote areas. You had schools, you had everything. And, and you see, you, you map the jungle and you have these paths of light, <laughs> okay? It's like a web. Mm-hmm. And you, you superpose on top of it. How it was before and how it was after connectivity, you would see it's like the veins of life. So, effectively, this is something that we used uh, for, uh, to, to reposition as an example of uh, yeah, you have all of the te- these technology tools that you can, but you know, this kind of stuff, it's impossible to get through a machine you can only get it from the people and you know these are the makers of, okay i'm still excited about it but it's, <laughs> it's one, it's one, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, well and I, I remember reading about um african villages who would communicate with each other via drum you know so you you'd be playing the drum yeah, in the, exactly. in the down there, and somehow yeah. somehow within that drum they were able to communicate information yeah. information but also some of that empathy side like you you could tell by how someone was drumming what the emotions were that were connected yeah. with whatever announcement that it was yeah.
1: Yeah, that... Yeah. you know we, we sorry sorry I, i'm i'm cutting you we had th- uh, 3 years ago we had an outing at Og- with the Ogilvy team here in Lebanon and we were in a remote place in the mountains you know uh, stuff and one of the activities they brought uh, african drummers mm just for us so that we can learn and coordination and etc you know these things that thing is uh, they explained exactly this to us and they showed us how you know from from how they touch the drum the intensity of the touch you know all these subtle things they can communicate their emotions on top of the messages so yeah exactly it's it's it, you know this word is beautiful the word is beautiful uh, it's crazy, but it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, and that, yeah, that, str- that stream of connection, that, that connection to people and that listening and, and communicating your thoughts, but hearing their thoughts and feeling that yes, it is a beautiful place.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is. And, uh, it, it gives you perspective, you know, it gives you perspective and, uh, it's, uh, it's fascinating you know one of the of thing of things that that i really love is linguistics so you know the going back to the roots of every word and man it's crazy it, it's it's like it, it's it's like it's like you know uh it's like this uh, 1000 layer cake you just peel and peel and you go back and you see the meaning changes and then you link the meaning of a word that Came I don't know changed a hundred two hundred years ago five hundred years ago to a proverb or to a situation that happened and then you start to reconstruct uh, you know th- this a small slice of their life through this word and and you link it's crazy the more uh, there's something that I've written in this uh, really uh, insights are there this is what I believe in it's just for us to 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 see them it's like you know the Rosetta Stone. It's just, just to, to, find the, to try to learn how to decode them. But everything is there in front of us. And w- w- the things that would help us to decode are these, you know, the senses and the brain and whatever. And I don't know if you know it, uh, why, uh, you know, God created us uh, with the complete logic in mind. And he created two eyes, two opening in the nose, Uh, two ears and one mouth, just to use them accordingly. So let's shut up, use it once, and let's open our eyes twice, our ears twice, because this is how we get stuff.
0: (laughs) I love it. Um, Richard, you have been one of the uh, most wise guests we've ever had here on the Yoga podcast.
1: Oh, my God, don't use the word wise. Well, it's a short list of guests. (laughs) No. <laughs> oh, thank you for the counter, uh, counter compliment. <laughs> um,
0: th- th- thank you so much. We we really appreciate it, and uh, Godspeed to you. Thank
1: you, Steve. It was a pleasure seeing you and talking with you, <laughs> and I extend my greetings to everyone who would be listening to this podcast. Excellent,
0: Thank you, <laughs> and thanks to all of our our listeners. Thanks for listening to the Ogilvy podcast. Smart people saying smart, pithily quotable things. I'm Steve Mudd, marketing strategist, agent provocateur. Join us next time when we explore how Aristotle will impact the next wave of social media innovation.